You know, Jimmy's boy, the one with the narrow nasal urethra. Oh, I'm supposed to be checking. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. check. check, check, check. check. Yeah, you're, check. Supposed, to be, you're supposed to be checking. Check, check. hello, check. That's why check. your mama got all them new shoes and she ain't got no oh. feet. Oh. <laughs> she ain't got no feet. That that was like Xavier's got booty hands. That was the st- <laughs> <laughs> just me and my booty head, Jesus, booty hand, Jesus and me. <laughs> That's my favorite hymn. <laughs> Always derailed by booty hand, Jesus. That's my what's my bumper sticker says. Booty hand, Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like a jazz musician. Booty and Jesus and me. The Carpenter Rants. Everybody, welcome to TCR. <laughs> Ranting with the devil. Booty head Jesus. <laughs> uh, three nobodies talking about all the best Satan films. Let's <laughs> try to, you know, make it sexy. Um, and we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Oh man, that's right. It's our limited Easter series uh, where we're talking about uh, Jesus' best friend and sometimes nemesis, uh, Satan. But mostly for him. Yeah, they're pals. Um, when uh, I meant to ask you guys when we kicked off last week, uh, when did you get into Satan? Um, I don't know, around five years old. It's like a normal kid. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm. Um, growing up, my dad was always a, uh, a Pentecostal minister. And uh, so, you know, we grew up uh, every Sunday and Wednesday in a Pentecostal church. And folks, if you're unaware, uh, that's when people speak a different language. And um, at some at some point, they start like hanging out with snakes. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyway, um, why would I? I don't even remember what that was about. Oh, oh, oh! And booty hand and Jesus. Booty hand was Jesus. So um, I got um, I got bored, and I convinced the entire youth group to uh, march down the halls of the church, and we were just chanting "Hail Satan! Hail Satan!" Um, <laughs> Which I How thought many was, weapons did you get for that? I, well, I was grown. Oh, Baker's dozen. <laughs> oh. I was like 18 when that happened. Or 17. I was definitely 17. Um, but uh, my folks were none too pleased, and neither were the, the people that ran the church, because this was not when my dad was running a church. We were somewhere else. And uh, so then um, they were like, you can't 
go around worshiping Satan at church. Like, that was a real conversation somebody had with me. <laughs> Anywhere else but church. So there was a big log out behind the uh, behind the church, and I just named it Brandon, and then I created an entire fake religion around Brandon. Uh, I've heard tell of Brandon. Brandon Log. Yeah. So you would you would give him waffles, and there was a whole song. It was anyway. That's just me going to say that I've been into Satan since like way back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> me and Satan go way. Yeah, back. we're like best buds, you know. Um, yeah, no, we are watching um, satanic movies um, because it's Easter because it's ironic. That's what you do. Yeah, and. Um, and this week we are talking about House of the Devil. Yeah. So when you think about satanic things like the Devil's House, pretty satanic. I guess. I'd say so. <coughs> High energy Ooh, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yes, as always. Hey, no, I'm excited. Let's get into it. All right, Doug. Well, uh, we can't go anywhere without them fat deets. Rip them fat deets. Uh, I'm ripping away, sir. This was released October 30th, 2009. Two thousand. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Ty West. I know that guy. Yeah, he's great. Not I'm a huge fan. I don't know him personally. but And the budget... Was nine hundred thousand dollars, Doug? That's really? almost a million, almost. And the return was one hundred and one thousand two hundred and fifteen dollars. Extremely limited release. That is a profit. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't know. It's very disappointing. Well, especially I mean, uh, how good this movie is. Well, I mean, so is this is this his first like big movie like this? I know he'd made some no. shorts and he made a couple other movies, but no, I don't believe it is. I think this is his third or fourth movie, actually. Interesting. Um. Well, I mean, you know, it's just all about whatever the. Uh, you know, it's a super uh, low-budget indie movie, so it's just, I guess, whatever kind of distribution they get. And in 2009, you know, it's not exactly the... Uh, you're kind of right in between, um, like, the independent cinema of, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. <coughs> and you're right before the sort of, like, independent cinema we're in now where everybody can just, like, you can get it on Netflix or Vudu or who... You know what I mean? So, Do you want to say hoodoo? No. I said okay. hulu and then voodoo. Uh, uh, <laughs> but anyway. I so, watched it on the hoodoo. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of like right in between those windows. Um, a kind of a weird time for smaller movies like that. Um, so probably just, probably just came and went and then people found it uh, on DVD or what have you. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, he made uh, old-school VHS copies of this for promotional and sent it to various film fests and people he was trying to get, you know, to pick up the movie. Yeah. And, like, old snap cases and the artwork looked old. And it, it had, like, rental store, fake rental store stickers on it. I found one on eBay that I'm currently watching and I may buy. 
Very exciting. Nice. Um, yeah, man. The whole thing's like a the whole thing's like a throwback. Uh, throwback. Very it's a throwback. It's a throwback. Mm. Um, <laughs> it feels so very authentic. It does. Um, that's exactly what he was going for. Uh, he wanted a movie set in the eighties, but shot like a seventies horror film. Mm-hmm. And I think he achieved it greatly. Has even shot on sixteen millimeter. Yeah. It even takes the old school uh, filming techniques, lots of actual zoom ins, not dolly oh, shot or anything, and those those zooms that start from like a fucking mile away. Yeah, that is so 1970s. Holy shit, that was in every movie. It's just mm-hmm. this long zoom across like a huge distance, to, and then like even the very beginning of this movie starts with one of those, like through the house. Um, and then uh, Samantha turns around, and that lady is it. That whole scene just felt like you'd seen it um, in like Black Christmas or like The Exorcist or something like yeah. that. You know, it's just it reminded me, um, and I know on purpose, but it it reminds me of of that kind of movie. Like you can just look aesthetically at those movies and be like, oh shit, that's from the seventies, or at least trying to be. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole uh, the whole movie's like that. I really dig it um, quite a bit. And uh, the score, which is excellent from the beginning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I dig the um, I dig like the whole uh, title card where like the freeze frame in like a blurry image, you know, and the. Uh, you know, and the title comes up. Um, I just thought that was really cool too. Felt very retro. Also, also the opening of uh, before anything seen is the uh, based on true events. Yeah. Type thing. Oh, like I forgot. Yeah. Anvil horror. And yes, I forgot about like that, that one. Um, I forgot about that. It was like, however many Americans believe in satanic cults and yeah, some weird like weird percentage as if that's a question in the census that we all answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I answered it. Did y'all not answer that? <laughs> no, that wasn't on mine. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I, I've, I haven't been here as long as you. I'm not a registered Satanist yet. Mm, you gotta, you gotta yeah, get that done. I dude. know. I know. I got to register to Satan. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so the movie opens with a scene of Samantha. Uh, she's touring this apartment that she's going to rent. Yep. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, like, I, I really don't know what's up with the lady. Like, maybe she's had a hard time, like, renting this apartment out. But she's like, you know what? I'm going to waive all the deposits. And, uh, you know, uh, she gives her... Co- oh. She gives her hand yeah. out on a couple other things. Played by D. Wallace. Yes. However, I've never known such an altruistic landlord in my life that's like, hey, you know what? Don't give me that money. She but. reminded her of her daughter. She yeah. said that like, at least nine times. Doug. I think I she's mean, having a hard time getting rid of that place, too, because she's trying to rent it out to college kids who never have money. I'm going to tell you. And it's a weird stance to take. This is why ladies shouldn't be renting out buildings. Just too soft-hearted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you were. 
She's <laughs> just like, oh man, you remind me of just not even my kid, but a kid that, you know, my kid was friends with. And you a know kid what? I saw once. I saw him, yeah, you know, I just saw him walking down the street and I reminded me of some other kids I'd seen. I, you know what? In fact, I'm going to pay you to live here. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-mm. Maybe she was just on her period. All right. You know, you this, break. okay. Now, this movie. I wasn't make- going to say it out loud. <laughs> I, I thought that now, was given. This movie was made in the style of the 70s. So, but it takes place in the 80s. But does it take place before Friday the 13th, part two? Because um, we hadn't learned that women were smart yet from Jason until Friday yeah, the 13th, part two. We haven't heard the lessons of Jason. No. So maybe that's why. Okay. All right. Um, so there are these, uh, okay. So Samantha gets the apartment, which this is so strange because then later she's like, I don't have any money. I don't know what's going to happen on Monday when I'm supposed to pay for this apartment. Um, and it creates the situation for the film, but I just thought it was, um, I just thought it was really funny that she tried to, like, she's getting this apartment, like, she, I don't know what sort of, like, the secret shit this is, or she's like, if I just get the apartment, the money will show up, and I will be able to live there. She's willing her existence. She's so desperate to get out of her living situation at the moment, because her roommate's a piece of shit. Fucking random people. Big old piece of shit. And the place is a fucking mess. It looked like a tornado had been through there. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, often gets locked out. That's it. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, so there are these, like, flyers um, all over the place for uh, somebody looking for a babysitter. Um, you know, the the flyer with a little tear a piece at the bottom. It's got, like, a phone number on it. Old school mm-hmm. style. Um, and uh, so she calls the number from a payphone. No one answers, but then the payphone starts ringing again, and it's whoever she had called. And uh, the babysitter phone call uh, was not awkward or ominous whatsoever. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> like, um, and when we meet this guy later, I wrote a note somewhere. Uh, no one has ever spoken this softly and not been a creep. Like, uh, there's no normal person that's just walking around speaking in that like soft cadence. Um, just all, brute like, like that. Well, I, no, I wouldn't say he's a brute, but he's, he's not, not a brute. brute. He's a creep. Okay, creep. Yeah, that works. He definitely has some other things yes, going on. Yeah, he's got some. Uh, I, I like how she asks just straight up. How'd you get this number? And he just keeps going like she didn't oh, say yeah. anything. Yeah, he does yeah. that a few times. So I wonder. If maybe that is is alluding to, tell me tell me what you guys think. That maybe someone is watching her. Maybe like that groundskeeper guy. Oh, maybe, maybe it's Maybelline. You said maybe like four times. I'm sorry. Oh, it takes me a while to get a thought out. No, I'm just um, with you. Um, I wonder if someone's like if someone's watching. I didn't I didn't get that from it. Uh, I, he says in dialogue later that he he's. Tried numerous times to find someone. I, I think he was just desperate for any woman that would take the, take the offer. 
because he said he talked to someone earlier, mm. and, but then they bailed out. Yeah. Well, did he have Star Six Nine in 1980? I don't think that was invented until the late 80s, early 90s. You know what? Jason smartened some women up, and then they came up with it. That's what happened. That's it. This is very crazy. <laughs> hey, something something I did want to mention about the opening scene, like mm-hmm. the like the title card shot. Uh-huh. Um, like introduces something that is probably my favorite part of this movie. Um, is that all of the music is not score, but like soundtrack music. Music mm-hmm. is only played like as, like practically. Yeah. Like so someone like, playing music in a car. Yeah. Someone yeah. listening to the Walkman player. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Cassette player. It's called a Walkman. I really man. like it. A yeah, walk like, man. I, I always like in movies when uh, when a, an, an actual song is scoring the scene, and then they'll turn it down on the radio, and it goes down in the scene, or you know something like that. Always, it's always clever. I dig it. I like that a lot. I like that too. Sorry, my headphones like tickling my ears. Well, um, so uh, she has the creepy babysitter phone call, and then we get a Greta Gerwig sighting. Um, I forgot that she was in this movie, but um, <coughs> Greta Gerwig plays her friend whose name I don't remember. Megan. 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 Um, and they're hanging out, and they're eating pizza, and... Um, there's a moment where she's like, this pizza is disgusting, but I thought it looked pretty good. And then they didn't eat it. Now, here's the well, thing. There's a lot of pizza wasting in this That's area. a running thing yes. that sets up the thing later. So, um, I have eaten a lot of bad pizza. I've eaten, I mean, you know, I've eaten, there's pizza that I would classify as the worst pizza I've ever eaten in my life. And I've never not finished that pizza. I've just been like, this is... Right? hot trash and then i just proceed to eat it because it's there and it's pizza so yeah and lime doritos lime doritos that was yeah (laughs) like it's like waterboarding myself for information i didn't have (laughs) (laughs) oh man um anyway so yeah greta gerwig's in this movie and if you're not aware of greta gerwig she uh She's been an actress in many fine films, but she is uh, now directing, and she's made uh, Lady Bird and Little Women, both of which were um, exceptionally rad. So check those out. But here uh, in this film, she's just Megan, and um, so they're just having like a, you know, they're basically just, there's a lot of exposition here, but, um, oh, I kind of skipped the part where um, Samantha was supposed to meet up with babysitter guy to talk about the job, and uh, he just never shows up. She's, yeah. He got sidetracked, forgot about her. Yeah. So then she went over to Papa John's and met Megan, and uh, mm-hmm. they're just kind of talking about that. Um then she um, heads back to her wherever she lives with her current shitty roommate, and um, and uh, she kind of comes out of whatever like 
sex drug coma she was in. And she's like, you got a phone call. Some guy. She didn't got fucked stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she went home first and there was a sock on the doorknob. Yeah. And you heard all kinds of fucking. All kind, Yeah. Love making. We call that. No, that's fucking. Because he was gone (laughs) when she came back. Um. Yeah, so when she Who's comes... Do what? The roommate? I believe we do. I think we might have a female brute in this movie. Oh, the what's roommate? A, what's a female brute? What do we call them? I don't know. Mm. Bruta? <laughs> Bruta. Miss Bruta? Broody? I don't know. No, that's an adjective describing a brute. Uh, give me some time. I'll think about Let's it. Let's back. Yeah, we, we'll get there. Hey, look, we got nothing but time. Female brute question mark. That way I'll remember. To think about it. If you know what we should call them, carpenterrasspod at gmail.com. Right in. Um, all right. So, um, brutress. Uh, brutress. Brutress. It's got um, E-A-U-X somewhere. Spaghetti with the boutrets. <laughs> the spaghetti. <laughs> God damn it. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, the other thing we haven't really talked about, the underlying theme of this movie is this eclipse that's coming. Yes. Um, and, you know, we just lived through a somewhat significant eclipse a couple of years ago, so... Um, just based on that, I do remember how obnoxious everyone was about it. Super People do be going nuts about, about eclipse. And it was cool, mm-hmm. but it was like, okay, let's move on. Well, in the movie, they made a point to say that that town that they live in is, is like one a, of the clearest spots in the world that yes. you can see it. Yeah. So people will come from all around. Yes. Um, all right, so um, Megan is giving some. Oh wait, so I forgot that um, the babysitter had called her at home, um, and then you know he's basically like, "I'm sorry, I stood you up, but I had something else, and it fell through, and I'll I'll pay you double what I offered," which I think the offer was only fifty dollars. So um, he'll pay her a hundred dollars if she comes out there tonight. And then um, she has Megan Driver out there. <clears throat> got some very on-the-nose foreshadowing when he's on oh, the phone with her. He yeah, tells her, you're saving me. I promise I'll make this as painless for you as possible. Yes, yeah. I wrote that down also. Very. Um, that's what I like about this movie. I mean, the movie is called The House of the Devil. So they're they're not burying the lead there's not some twist coming like we all know what this movie is so but i like um but it's also got this kind of um it's also got this kind of like uh like exploitation film type feel to it where it's just um you know like like the characters don't realize that everything is so like uh, stylized in their world, you know. It's just like this guy yeah. talks like a creep. He's saying obviously creepy things that really mean he's gonna kill me, and he lives out in the middle of nowhere. And he's begging me last minute with extra money to come out there. Like in real life, you'd be like, I don't know if I want to do that. But like the world that this yeah. movie exists in is a lot of fun. Where like 
it's literally made for people watching it to be like, uh-uh, don't, mm-mm, like, don't you do it. Um, <laughs> you better not. You better not. Um, and I dig that. It's a lot of fun. I think it makes it fun to watch. See, I, I think I'm just susceptible to, to murder because the whole time Megan was like freaking out. <laughs> By the out. way, we all are. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the claim. <laughs> I'm very, I'm highly susceptible because like Megan is freaking out about this is weird. Like you can't do this. I'm, I'm thinking like, it's not I'm like as an outsider, it's not that weird. I don't know. It just didn't seem as weird to me as the characters were making it out to be. Okay. Well, what about when she gets there and she finds out that it's not a child, it's an older woman. See, that I would just be like, Oh, sure. So, well, I, I, I'm susceptible. Oh my okay. gosh! No, they yeah, we've established out, this, Caleb. They point out all the ingredients <laughs> to the problem. Um, they lied about having a, a child. They it's a good thing. You, there. you would have been dead a long time. Ago. Oh man, yeah. Kendall's the first one to go. Um, hey, listener, Tom, Carrie, please never lure me to murder me by <laughs> asking me to watch your grandma. I don't know. Oh man. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, there's, there's so many red flags, but, um, you know, like she's made the deal for like $400 now. Like she desperately needs this money. Um, and she's like, one night could change my whole life, which is, I mean, it's a bit optimistic about $400, but (laughs) I gave it to her. Um, she desperate. She needed. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I like the idea that, you know, she's willing to like, she's willing, she knows that it's weird, but she's like, I'm going to make some money off these weirdos. Um, because you know, this house is creepy and the situation's creepy, but like, I need this 400 bucks. So, um, so she's at least not like, it's not like this is a house of the devil or anything. Yeah. (laughs) Like lightning strikes in the background. (laughs) Um, Didn't you see the title, idiot? <laughs> yeah, you almost walked into it. <laughs> um, but I like the idea that she's not like, I mean, she's, I can suspend my disbelief a little more based on the fact that, you know, she needs that money. Like, it's not just like, I'm dumb and I'm just going to go into this, this house of the devil. Um, but uh, anyway... Um, okay, so, yeah, Megan, Megan didn't, Megan wanted to go with her and stay with her, but she's all like, you know, you don't have to worry about that, and then Megan actually leaves very upset that, uh, Samantha is staying, because Megan sees the writing on the wall here. Well, he was upset that she was there to begin with, because he took her into the kitchen, was all like, look, uh, I'm only paying one person to do this. Yeah, she's all like, "No, she's leaving." Um, and that's when we find out in the kitchen that it's you know it's not a child; it's his wife's mother. Um, and he just you know no one would take care of an elderly person, so um, he thought he'd have better luck, you know, if he said it was a babysitting job. He is real insistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so Megan leaves, she's upset, uh, she stops to try to light a cigarette, and then this bearded freak 
comes out of the woods in the middle of the night, scares her, and then he starts acting like she has a problem. Yeah. He scares her. He scared me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, yeah. coming. Uh, you need to calm down. It's not like, but you know what? I lived this because I was in a car where a guy, a crazy fucking guy ran out of the dark and he like opened it up. I've told this story before, right? I don't think so. Uh, I haven't I told this story. So. Okay. It's a, it's a church youth group scavenger hunt. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, it is on of, our Poltergeist episode. Check yes. the archives, folks. And one of the items we needed was a sketching from a tombstone. So we go to this old, like, uh, graveyard by a church. So it's really tiny, you know, and it's right next to, like, a major highway. And um, Is this daytime or nighttime? It's nighttime. Nighttime's the right time, girl. Yeah. Um, so one of the youth group leaders, he's like getting a, a um, like he's getting the rubbing off of a tombstone, and then he gets back in the van, and there's isn't like, it my uncle? Yes, it is, <laughs> Mike. Um, yeah. <laughs> small world, folks. Um, so uh, he runs back. He gets back into the van, and um, I look out. There's like six of us teenagers in the van. I look out the window from the graveyard. There's just this burly man just hauling ass. Like he's just running in a jumpsuit. <laughs> Caleb reenacted running and it was far <laughs> from running. But he was doing <laughs> He was running. I was running. <laughs> um Ooh, if only you guys could see it. Um, <laughs> but we're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> anyway, he runs out of the van. And I see him and I'm like, there's a man running out of the graveyard. And somebody's like, huh? And I'm like, you said it a- that calmly. Yeah, I'm like, there's uh, a pardon. man running out of the graveyard. There's a gentleman running out of the tombstone. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. I don't mean to be rude. Um, your toilet is choked with poop. Um <laughs> No, he comes running out, and I'm like, and I'm freaking out, and there's a girl sitting next to me, she looks out the window, she sees him, her reaction is to just lock the door that she's sitting next to, and says nothing. Like, that was it. She's just like, click, mm-hmm. <laughs> Real and, team player. Yeah. So anyway, which I was glad, because that was the back door where we were, and that was the first one he tried to open, and he was unsuccessful. She'd locked it. Ooh. Um... But he opens Mike's door, he's in the passenger side, and he grabs him, and Mike is shrieking, and we're all screaming, because we're like, (laughs) we're about to die. Like, it's the scariest thing, but when you, like, when you finally realize he was screaming at Mike, what did you guys steal from the graveyard? And it was just like, what? And we tell him what we're doing, and then he worked at a, like, a little oil change place that was right on the other side of the church, and I guess he was there late. And he saw us and thought we were stealing from the graveyard and then ran up to a van full of people. A marked church van, by the way. This was not some weird white creep van. Like, it just said, like, you know. know. It was just a van full of white creeps. (laughs) It was very well done. (laughs) You should be really proud of that. Um, Oh, I am. Anyway, yeah. So this exact thing, this exact same thing happened to me. Oh, 
the end of that story was when when everything was like calmed down and he realized what we were doing and we realized who he was he tells mike hey man just what you were screaming you were freaking out you need to calm down it was the exact same thing it was just like what's your problem i'm the creep that just ran out of the darkness i know right what kind of scream should i use when someone comes <laughs> yeah. running from the tombstone <laughs> um anyway um, he asks, uh, bearded creep asks her, uh, Megan if she's the babysitter and she says no. And before she can really say anything else, he just blows her brains out right there in the Blows car. her face off. Yes. Just like Nicolas Cage. That's pretty yeah. gnarly. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but you I don't like. the cigarette out of her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But I don't like this guy. I didn't like him in that other movie he was in. You're next? Yes. I don't like him specifically. Like, he just bugs me. It's irrational. But I just, when I see, I just get irritated with him. I don't like him. So when I see him, I realize it's him and it just takes me out of it. Okay. It's completely irrational. I like him. I just think he sucks. Like, well, just as a person? No, as an actor. Like, I just don't think he's good. I don't think he's bad. Ugh. I just I ugh, I don't know what it is. It's just one of those things. I, I can't explain it. He bugs me. Is he like the the main baddie in your next? Uh, not the main one. He is the one that opens up the movie. After the parents get there, the he's the first his, son that shows up. His girlfriend. His is girlfriend the, is the survivor girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, his name is Tad or something. And they all had funky, rich, oh, man, I hated yuppie names. names. Yeah, yeah. He You're just, next, folks. Listen to it in the archives. We covered it. Yep. I don't know. This guy just bugs me anytime he's on screen. That's all it is. Um. Meanwhile, um, so there's not a lot that happens for a big chunk of the movie, and that's not a bad thing. It's just it's all it's all atmosphere, and it's all like psychological it's all a psychological yeah. atmosphere tension building yep so it's, it's masterfully done oh yeah it's really great but there's just not i mean there are only a few key moments um you know because there's just not it's not a movie there aren't like a bunch of jump scares and like spring-loaded cats and stuff like there's just not a lot of that going on and there's not a terribly lot of story going on either which again is not like that's not a criticism of the movie that's just what it is like it's just this chick hanging out in this really creepy house um and it's uh i don't know it really works for it but um very hitchcockian i would say so yeah definitely what were we gonna Um, say kendall it's not a criticism of the movie i would say like on the contrary it's i mean i think it speaks very well of this movie that you don't really realize that not a lot's going on. Yeah, you can do so much with so little. Yeah. This is only... It's not boring, even though there's not a lot going on. Not at all. Mm -mm. This is only the second time I've seen it. Um, So, the first time I saw it, you know, um, was just to kind of experience it. And this time I could kind of watch it um, a little more analytically and just kind of realize... Like, oh, wow, like, nothing's happened for a big chunk of this movie. Um, he, your muted sneezes are amazing. Um, 
it's like she's miming sneezes that no one can hear and it's like she's getting really, she was going crazy it was muted really but she good. looked like she was at an anthrax show just head banging just um anyway uh so when i'm watching this movie i'm uh, i had to pause it at some point to do something and i realized there was only like 20 minutes left of it and i'm like wow holy shit i forgot there's like not a lot happens um, it's not a long movie either no oh that's the other thing i love it 90 minutes like to get the fuck in and out especially with this kind of like you know just uh simple premise and small cast and let's just get in and out we don't need an extra 30 minutes of explaining whatever demon summoning yeah. bullshit like it doesn't matter or like who built this house and like what's buried underneath like just fucking get in and out like let's move on um and i appreciate that big time big time um so there's lots of she orders the pizza which was like a point well he stresses of, the fact it was like, I know how, how you, you college kids love pizza. There's a number for the pizza place. They deliver. Here's pizza. Here's the money for the pizza. Don't forget the pizza. Hey, there's pizza. The number's on the fridge. Don't forget the pizza. Pizza. By the way, eight bucks for medium pizza. Like, that's not much different than now. So, pizza stays I think it's a little expensive in the uh, 80s. Ooh, delivered. Uh, delivery was a new concept. So, yeah. That probably is about right. Mm, yeah. Um, so anyway, so she orders the pizza, and then she starts to explore uh, the Boogan house, as it were. Um, house of the Boogan. Yeah, house of the Boogan. Um, uh, we get Walkman time, which is really fun. She puts I love Walkman this scene on. so yeah, much. Yeah, it's good. And she plays a little pool, and uh, it's, uh, it's a cool scene, and the music... Uh, is really nice there. Um, She's blasting the fix. Yeah. One thing leads to another. Yeah, that sounds like a so good. good. (laughs) (laughs) And I I like that it's not an overtly sexual scene, like sexualized. Not at all. No. Yeah. Nothing is sexualized. Not at all. Yeah, in this movie. Especially... I mean, maybe the ending, you, you could... Especially that, in two thousand and especially in two thousand and nine, like if somebody else had made this, like if a studio had made this movie, like she would have been blonde. She would have she been, been like, dancing naked, cut off shorts that like her whole fucking buttholes hanging out of the back of, and she would have been like, she would have like hit the she would have hit the ball once with the with the fucking pool stick, and then she would have like put it. She'd up. Be like she would like shooting it between yeah. her legs, so yes. it's just, like, rubbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just I may have exactly directed the movie or two. I don't. Never mind. <laughs> Sounds like you might. Have. By the way, I'm working on my I'm working on my horror movie script. If nobody could picked up on that, um, Pool Hall Massacre. <laughs> Doug and I are writing it together. Yep. Uh, it is 13 minutes long. That's all you need. Get you in, get you out. Yep. Talking about the pool stick. Corner pocket. All right. So the pizza guy shows up. <laughs> pizza guy shows up. Um, and uh, it uh, turns out to be the creepy woods murderer. 
Isn't it always? Yeah, deliver. Now, where did he get that pizza from? Cause she called. He had it in that, that van the whole time. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it's got cold van pizza. <laughs> Do you like penicillin on your pizza? <laughs> um, there's a really like, there's a really weird moment later where yes. she's like, oh. "All that was from the Ninja Turtles movie." Yes, in case anyone was wondering. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of moments here, but one that I had had, I had to make a note of, uh, was at one point she's like exploring the house and just finds a bathtub full of hair, Mm -hmm. which is just the weirdest thing to like, that would freak me out if I'm like, I don't know what all this fucking hair is from, but, um, I wrote it in all caps. I was really excited about tub full of hair. (laughs) (laughs) I was really excited about tub full of hair. I'll go on Rick. That's what they used to call me. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Dad, stop. Um, <laughs> oh, I wrote here, uh, that's the night that the lights went out in Satan's house. Because... Uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on in between this. But again, it's all just like really atmospheric and like there's not a ton of. Um, uh, it's mainly her hearing noises and trying yeah. to find the origin of the of said noise. And then she finds a tub full of hair. Um, <laughs> Tail as old as time. <laughs> tub so full of hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the lights go out and oh man, this girl done woke up in a booging trap. I mean, <laughs> you hate to see it. Uh, well, we did have some pretty clear indication during her like dancing house tour. Mm-hmm. You know, she tries to uh, she thinks she hears a noise from upstairs, and she puts her ear to a door. She doesn't see that behind that door is just, like, bodies. Yeah. Yeah, well, you find out with her exploring the house that these people don't own this house. It belongs to another family who was brutally killed and locked into this random room. And a a very cool shot, um, just, like, shot-wise, not um, what it is. It's horrible because it's a little kid in a pentagram fucking dead. With blood everywhere. Yeah. But a beautiful shot nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, just gorgeous. <laughs> as far as really dead kids go, those are beautiful. Like a super concise explanation with not just a shitload of unnecessary exposition. You don't fucking need yeah. it. Yeah, she they finds don't. a picture, and that's it. Yeah, She finds a picture. It's them standing in front of the red Volvo that the two old co- the old couple drove off in, and she... She's like, oh, put two and two together. Yep. They fucking killed these people, or these people are gone, or whatever. This ain't their house. That ain't their car. <sighs> that ain't their grandma. <laughs> that ain't their grandma. <laughs> Should have been the tagline for the movie. <laughs> house of the Devil. That, that ain't, ain't their, their grandma. grandma. I mean, I'm. you would have sold a few more tickets to people being like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see How this. They find out. Um, bug and trap. The bug and trap. So this is really like an Ernest movie. <laughs> Tina Turner movie. Ernest. Ernest. Oh. <laughs> Ernest and the bug and trap. <laughs> um, know what I mean? <laughs> um, so the whole like 
the whole way this like is revealed is really cool too because there's that um like there's that single like candle flicker that's like timed with whatever that bass note is it's just like boom boom sorry Oh, okay. uh, was that the chain? Yes, it was. Or was that, don't save her. She no. doesn't want to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very similar, actually. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Um, uh, so, had she been drugged? Yes, the pizza was full of drugs. Yep. Oh, Van yeah. pizza is usually full of drugs. Yeah, kids. Okay. Van pizza. Check it for drugs. I don't guess I put two and two together with yeah, that. Yeah, she was drugged because yeah. she's trying to... The lights go out, or in the process of the lights going out, she's going through the house, and she hears someone enter the house from downstairs, and she's freaking out. She cuts the corner, and like she goes all loopy and passes out, and mm. then yeah, turns out old Pizza Wilder's man is related to the old couple. Yeah. Um, and well, they said earlier that they have a son, but he's grown. Oh, they do say when they were explaining. Yeah. But, you know, that went into earlier when she was exploring the house and she went into a little kid's room. It's clearly a little kid's room. There's toys and shit everywhere. And she's all like, wait, what? I, I thought they said he was grown. Um, yeah, I love the whole reveal of, like, the satanic ritual because, like, it's the first, like, really, like, I mean... When Megan gets her face blown off, like, that's pretty intense. And then, um, I would say. And then, uh, you know, when you see the bodies <laughs> nah. in the house earlier. But there's, like, this is the first scene that's just, like, really, really in your face, I think. And um, and they well, the whole movie was building so up long. to this. Yeah. Um, and so this is the big payoff. So, like, the way it's lit and the way she's screaming and the way it's, like it's kind of disorienting to watch too, because you as the, you also can't really see what's going on as well in this scene, um, with the way that it's, it's shot and lit. So it's just very chaotic and, and, um, fast cutting and, um, it's really effective. I I like it a lot. And each member of the cult slash family walks in with their druid robes on. And then the final, you see the fucking, the, "Quote unquote grandma," and she's yeah. all fucked up looking. Oh yeah, man. She yeah. It's she's not, like she's fucking Satan, Rocky Dennis face. looking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be the one that said Rocky Dennis, but god damn it, I'm glad somebody said, said it. it. I was gonna say I mean, it, and I'm like, I'm not gonna it. do it. <laughs> is it? Is it Eric? Satan grandma played by Rocky Dennis. Yeah, just. Lot of lot of lot of face. It was just a, so much face, <laughs> so much damn. Face. I was like Ben Affleck in this movie. Um, five head, massive five finger head. <laughs> um, I love references to things no one will ever know. Um, nope. yeah. So, uh, so we we get through the uh, we're we're in the midst of the satanic uh, ritual here. And they have this like, they're like pouring this blood into her mouth. Like, well, they're marking her all over her body. Yes, with blood. And then there's a a goat skull they put on her, and then pour blood into it, and then they force it into her mouth, and yeah. then she has to drink the blood. Yeah. Um, and then all this is happening during the eclipse, by the way. 
Um, yeah. Don't forget when, about that eclipse. That's when satanic rituals are supposed to be done. I just rem- me, I don't know. I just remember my neighbor uh, was in his backyard, and I just heard him over the fence go, son of a bitch. Like, he was blown away. By oh, his eclipse. ritual went wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, she gets loose from the boogan trap, um, and uh, she stabs uh, the old man. And, uh, she, um, she stabs somebody else. The, well, she takes a bolt to the shoulder from the son. Yeah. And yeah. she slits his throat. She slits yeah. his throat. And then he, she kills the wife to yes. the, the lady, the older lady, not the grandma. But yeah, she kills the older lady. Um, she killed the grandma too. Didn't she? Did she? I want to say she did, didn't she? Um, or push her. I mean, to get away. Yeah, she yeah. like. I think she stuck that. Did she stick that skull, like a horn from that skull? Yes. Into her oh, yes. yeah. That's you're right. right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah. yeah. And then she slits that other guy's throat, and then he dies terribly. I was just. I'll move on. I got a real. I'm holding oh, a real grudge. She got his eyeball out too. Yeah, she got his yeah. eyeball. Yeah, because he was just like my eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm not kidding. It's like Terry Funk. He was, Sorry, no one gets that but me. He was he was doing some big acting right here. Like he 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 gets the big acting award this week for that eyeball business. For that eyeball business. Um yeah, so then um oh, well she's she stabs his fucking eye and then she like escapes up the stairs. Um where that's where she like corners him and slits his throat. Um, then she, uh, that's when she stabs the other old lady in the back, I think. Yeah. And then, um, and then she runs outside and the older guy chases her out, but he's been stabbed earlier and he can't quite keep up with her. Um, and, and this, so, like, this whole time she's like starting to be possessed. Like she's getting oh, flashes. She's getting the yeah. Satan flashes. Yeah. Yeah, those, yeah. those demon flashes or whatever the hell's yeah. going on. She starts getting her Satan flashes and then uh, passes out. And uh, she wakes up in the hospital. Well, she doesn't uh, wake She up. doesn't pass out. What happened? She's confronted by uh, the older guy, played by Tom Noonan. I don't know yeah. if he ever said that or not. But no, um, he's saying, you know, look. Uh, what's done is done, and all this and that. He's monologuing her, and he's like, "Let's just go back and 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 we can talk about this." And then she's got that gun that she stole from Wilderness Boy, and she just says, "Fuck it," and shoots herself in the head. Then she How wakes up in, uh, in the uh, hospital. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. Shoots herself in the head. Wakes up in the hospital, still alive. And the nurse I, comes by. Yeah, I don't know. And how says, I uh, "I'm. Ex- I forgot the exact word wording, but she's pretty much says, um, you're going to be just fine.' And then pats her stomach. The both of you. Boogie yeah. trap. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because they're getting rid of that Satan vaccine, but. I do not remember her shooting herself in the head. I've seen this twice now, and I don't remember that. Yeah, it's a long, dramatic, drawn-out thing. She 
puts a gun to her head and he's all like, no, 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 let's talk about this. Crazy. I don't know. Because the whole eclipse thing was to usher in the ritual to let her give birth to the Antichrist. Of course. I mean, that's that's what everybody... And that's not said out loud. It's just what, you know, you assume. Well, and it even... it. Like the news reports, like right around the time, you know, she shot herself in the head at the peak of the eclipse. And the news report said that, um, like, at the peak of it, the the earth, like, moved out of the way quicker than normal. Yeah. So, it's like, it sped up the process of the eclipse yep. being over. Hmm. I don't know how I missed it. So it was very linked. Mm-hmm. And that's House of the Devil. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one. I like this movie a lot. Yep. I I love this movie. Hands down, one of my favorite horror movies from the last 20 years. Uh, I'd probably put it on a list of all-time favorites. I really enjoy this movie. That is, yeah, that's, that's love, folks. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's really good. I enjoyed it just as much as I did the first time. And, um, God, I'm blinking on her name. The lead actress. What is her real name? I'll look it up. Hang on. Give credit where credit's due. Jocelyn Donahue needs to be in, like, everything. She was phenomenal in this. I like her a lot. She's great. She's been in a bunch of TV and a couple of movies. Uh, she was last in Doctor Sleep. I was glad to see her there. As who? She was uh, the the little girl with the uh, Uber shining. It was her mom. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember when we said that? Uh, when we saw that, I was like, you know who that was, right? You're like, uh, no. I was like, uh, that's chick from House of the Devil. <laughs> Forgot again. Mm. I've only seen Doctor Sleep that one time. Yeah. Right on. Yep. Well, I Good highly stuff. recommend it, folks. Uh, if you're looking for, you're looking to spend some time with a with a satanic uh, uh, film, you can't uh, can't go wrong with House of the Devil. It's a gooden. It's currently streaming at the time of this recording. Uh, recording on Amazon and Shutter. Yeah. So, and there's a Joe Bob Briggs episode covering this movie too. Yeah, so. that's that's the only other time I'd seen it. I watched it as part of that marathon, and then uh, so I watched it today just on its own. Good stuff. Real love good. Like it, love it. Want some more of it? Yep. Oh, all right. Anything else to say about House of the Devil? Good stuff. It's a damn fine film. I would say that I love it as well. Some we'll film. Be watching it again and again. Boy, I would love to say I love it, but <laughs> I would love to say I love it, but fucking my eye. I just hate that guy. Ugh, I hate eh, him. I overlook I hate it. him. I like. Ugh. That's what is holding you back from loving this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> My eye. Absolutely. No, not that scene specifically, but that guy. Like, I just, he's, I think everyone else, um, I think everyone else is on a completely different level than him. And I just think he's like Ty West's friend. 
He is. And it, and he just sticks out like a sore thumb to me. Like everybody else is in a different movie than he's in. <laughs> he's a corn. He's a cheese dick. I don't like cheese dicks. They take me right out of movies. Okay. That's the only thing. I love okay. everything else. But I'm crazy. You love ev- everything else but cheese dicks. Yeah. Okay. In this movie, anyway. But I'm crazy. You know I have severe mental issues when it comes to movies. I can't just watch a movie and be like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> I gotta fucking be like, uh-uh. I stubbed my toe when that guy was talking in a different TV show once when I was three, and I could never <laughs> watch another movie he's been in. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. This is a Caleb way of ranking movies. I can't help it. That's <laughs> what people have been tuning in to hear. What kind of crazy shit is he going to say about this movie? <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, let's kick it on over to the horn shoe. Oh, man. Horn shoe. Uh, there's a whole verse of that song where they just say praise God so the horn shoe would fit like there's a whole verse that's just praise God to that tune over and over and over again and it is it is the worst so they'll sing like the first verse and then the second verse and then this is like the you remember when <laughs> you remember when Garth Brooks would have a secret verse on some of his songs when he played them live <laughs> It's like the secret Amazing Grace verse. <laughs> they predicted the horseshoe a long time ago. Yeah. It's a prophecy. My, my dad would come out on the stage with like a confetti can and just praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Do you like those mega churches? Did they have like a t shirt gun where they have like, oh. they just shoot shit out in the. And to those people on the fucking eighth tier, <laughs> shoot out they're like, like nine hundred feet up. They just shoot out like uh, you know paperback copies of the Extreme Teen Bible. <laughs> it's just shirts of Jesus on a fucking motorcycle, just like revving it up. Choppers for Christ. <laughs> Extreme Teen Bible was such a fucking horseshit, man. It was always just like it was all the same stories, but they all said like dude and stuff like that. It was like Jesus, dude. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> Booty hand, Jesus. <laughs> That's where that term came from. It sounds like oh something you'd say about someone who like ripped you off. Like, hey, don't play cards. That guy's a real booty hand Jesus, if you know what I'm talking about. I ran into a real booty hand Jesus at the store the other day. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's the name of my new band. We're booty booty hand, hand Jesus. We're booty hand Jesus. It sounds, if you say it too fast, it sounds like you're saying booty and Jesus. This is not the case, folks. It's booty That's and That's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have both. Mm-mm. Oh, man. All right. Hang on. I gotta cool it back down. All right. We actually have some uh, actual horror movie news. 
Um, oh yeah um you know uh some new films uh, being made being directed um <clears throat> so um the uh david uh I, I i don't know how to pronounce his last name it's like Brookacker or something like that uh this guy directed the ritual on netflix which is a really Ooh, cool monster stuff. movie um, he is now attached to direct a new Hellraiser adaptation, um, or a new Hellraiser movie. I don't know if it's going to be like a, a sequel or like a new vision or what, but, huh. um, yeah, so could be interesting. All right. Who's um, doing that? Is it Blumhouse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's producing it. Um, and then, uh, this guy, Gary Doberman, uh, or Doberman, anyway, is uh, a screenwriter. He wrote uh, It, the new one, not part two, but the first one, uh, The Nun, and Annabelle 3, and uh, he was attached to write a new adaptation of Salem's Lot that James Wan is producing. Yeah, uh, but now they've also uh, tapped him to direct as well. So this guy Gary Doberman is writing and directing New Salem's Lot. Okay. Produced by James Wan. So man, I haven't seen Salem's Lot in forever. I bought it on Blu-ray maybe three years ago, and mm-hmm. uh, started to watch it, and like it's uh, I forget that it's fucking long, man. It was a TV movie, right? Yeah, it's like three hours long, and uh, so there's like some really cool shit in it. But man, oh man, there's some there's some dead space in that movie. Um, but uh, I still, I you know, I, I still have a, uh, I still have a lot of like nostalgia for it. So, love that vampire design. Oh man, it's great. I love the little vampire kid. It's like floating yeah. in the window. I mean, there's just a lot of really great shots and iconic scenes iconic yeah. uh and it's a classic for sure and it's toby hooper and um but man oh man it's a it's a tough sit um the the cool stuff's cool but oh my god there's just a lot of stuff where you're like i get it they made it for tv and it feels like it but there's some stuff i'd like i wish we could lift out and maybe we will with this new one Oh, I'm sure they'll streamline it. It'll be probably an hour and 45 minutes. Let's do it. Sorry. Nope, it's my fault. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, that's all wow, the... Uh, I always get them confused. That's racist. Ooh. <laughs> Busted. We got her, everybody. We finally Busted. got her. Um, <laughs> that's what happens when bodies start talking. Yep. <laughs> uh, I said yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I get really excited sometimes. I just agree with stuff before I've even heard the end of it. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got excited about anything. That's all I got, man. That's all, all the news? Um, that was all like the regular, you know, the other stuff's just like movies being delayed or rescheduled or whatever. Uh, we all know. No no point bringing it up. 
Um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, it, like, it's just every every week goes by. It just feels more. Every like, week I don't leave. I don't <laughs> go anywhere. Um, no, it just feels more and more like I'm just like, oh yeah, this is just what we do now. We just sit here. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but, uh, nope. Um, uh, we can do some rants recommends. Hi. If y'all got any. You got any? I do. I got nothing again. Uh, I watched two things and I actually recommend them. Did you ever remember what you forgot last week, or did that happen on the show? It happened on the show. I okay. remembered. Okay. I was talking about that Satanic Panic movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't watch it. Okay. What did you watch this uh, week? I watched they uh, Shutter released the other two episodes of Curse Films. Okay. And I don't know how many episodes are going to be in the series, but they released two uh, last like Wednesday or Thursday. They did the Omen. And they did Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. And, man, they're both good. And Poltergeist is one of my all-time favorite movies. Same. But that Omen episode, ooh, it was good. Really? Okay. I I like the Omen a lot. Oh, the Omen's great. Yeah. But um, they actually talked to uh, Richard Donner, and it was just so good. I just didn't didn't want it to end. It was just so captivating. Yeah, I want to watch that. I've been I highly recommend it. it, it it's, it's really good. And the Poltergeist one, man, they, you know, the old rumor on that is that in that famous scene in the swimming pool, yes. uh, the bodies that come out of it, those are real skeletons. Yes. That, cause they were cheaper to, or, or something, whatever the legend goes, they're supposed to be real dead bodies in yes. that pit. And the effects, uh, uh, master, addresses that and he gets so fucking um passionate about it and he like i'm not going to tell you what he says but just watch it and yeah he like puts his foot down on some shit nice yeah i want to check that out i hear that show is real good they're like 30 45 minutes and you wish they're longer they should really no it's it's not enough. I wish it was. I wish like, it was longer. They should have been like. They should have made three of them each two hours long. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm totally down with the same people who made it to make an actual like feature length fucking documentary. Yeah. Especially that Omen one. It was so good. Nice. There's a a lot of shit fucking happened with that the making of that movie. Like, um, there there was a Gregory Peck canceled a flight at the last minute and uh that flight took off without him and it something happened and the plane crashed and the plane landed on top of the pilot's wife's car that she and her kids were in killed the pilot and his entire family whoa it's just like all these things were like satan's fucking with you don't make this movie wow it's just crazy stories, man. It was just, it was just really cool to hear. I mean, stuff I've already heard before, but like to hear the actual, like Richard Donner talk about it and shit, and the the the, the producer and shit. It's just, it was really interesting. I, I wish that thing was like four hours long. Yeah, it I, was so good. 
Oh, you got me pumped to see it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pump, pump it up. Good stuff. Uh, and I, I've been watching, catching up on the second season of Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, yeah. Have you watched that, Caleb? I haven't seen any of it. None of it at all? I've seen the whole, I've seen the first season. But I haven't seen any of season two. Man, the season season two starts off with a bang. They cover Chris Benoit. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And if anyone, I, I know not everyone watches wrestling, but uh, Chris Benoit was an amazing wrestler that went crazy and killed his entire family. Yeah, and himself. And it's like a little, yeah, and himself, murder-suicide. And it's a whole documentary about that. And it's, man, it's a bunch of fucked up shit happened. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's so heartfelt. They're, they're talking to all these wrestlers and stuff behind the scenes, and they're tearing up because he was a good dude, and just one day he just snapped. Yeah. It's, just, it's very interesting. and Yeah, I've, they've been um, quite compelling. I like that first season a lot, but it seems like they're swinging for the fences in the second season, man. They're they're going dark as fuck yeah. in this season. There's some lighter ones. Uh, there's only been like four episodes so far. Yeah, but I think uh, I, I think the season ended uh, is they're going to cover uh, Owen Hart's accident. Oh wow! Where he fell from the fucking ceiling of an arena and yep. shattered his fucking head and neck on a post. Fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. a bunch of fucked up shit. So like it's. If it's a little on the true crime, if you like true crime, mm-hmm. you can if you can dig it. You don't have to like wrestling. It just be a it would be a good uh, a watch for you. I really like the way they um, recreate. Um, stuff yeah, the too. recreations it, are really cool. It's it's different than I've seen in a lot of those types of shows, and it's done really well. I like it a lot. I I like the way that show's made. Um, and I just haven't I haven't watched any of this season, but I'll I will remedy that because I, I dig it. Well, I got a free trial Sling TV. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I could watch it. Other than that, I would never get around to it. Yeah, I don't think I have. I watched the first season. Someone bootlegged them on YouTube, so I caught I caught that. Yeah, I don't think I have Viceland. So if they put it on like iTunes or something, I'll watch it. But yeah. Dark Side of the Ring. Good stuff. That's all I got. I haven't had time to watch anything else. I'm surprised I watched all that. Um <clears throat> I watched um I watched Onward, which is the Pixar movie. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Man, it's really fucking good. Um I was pretty skeptical about it, honestly. I thought the trailer um the trailer did not really like do much for me. Um the trailer's all like, hey, here's big dumb fucking summer movie. Come watch it. Yeah, and I and like the premise of it being set in like a like a fantasy world, like like you know literal fantasy. Um, I was just like, I I thought they were gonna do. I thought it was gonna be really on the nose. Like I was worried it was gonna be like. Remember how the Shrek sequels took like kind of a cool idea, and they were just like really like really on the nose jokes about fairy tale stuff like just i kind of was worried it was going to be like that um but it wasn't at all like it was really like it was all done like you know whoever wrote that really cares about that kind of stuff and it was all done um really well um and then of course you know you sprinkle that pixar dust on it of just like you know, rip your heart out like sad family stuff, and um, oh yeah, and it it balanced both those really well. I dug it a lot, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, we were watching it with my son, 
uh, who's four, and he really liked it, but I, I ended up liking it a lot more than, than I ever anticipated. So, yeah, check out Onward um, with your kids or with yourself because it's a pretty cool flick. Kendall, have you seen Onward? I haven't. <clears throat> check it out. You got it's, Disney Plus? Um, I don't have it anymore. Okay. Nope. All right. Um, I do have a. Was that the only thing that you had to recommend? Caleb? No, but you can go ahead. Um, no, I just remembered that I'm rewatching The Sopranos since oh, yeah. we're all stuck at home. And man, it's that is a, a great one. series. Yeah, it's so good. Never seen it. Oh man. So like. It's on HBO now, so uh, you can watch it. <laughs> It's uh it's about like it's about these singers and like the sopranos they're like they don't Is like Is Whoopi Goldberg in it and she's Yes. A yes. You what? Okay. It, look, I don't want to spoil I don't want to spoil the season 3 finale, but um When Jesus was Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Um No, Sopranos is great. I haven't I haven't watched that in years. I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna jump back yeah. into it, but I uh, I can. It's see It's a why. great yeah. rewatch so far. It's really so good. good. Um, I've been I've been catching up on this season of uh, Better Call Saul, which is really great. Uh, which is the Breaking Bad spinoff, if nobody's aware. Um, and it's a show that I enjoy. I think uh, quite a bit more than I enjoyed Breaking Bad, actually. Um. Really? Oh yeah. Um, it's uh, I don't know. I just I care about the characters a lot more. I think um, in Breaking Bad, it's kind of like it's kind of the one guy's one guy's show, and then um, you know, a couple other characters get some screen time as it goes on. But it's really about one thing, um, and and that's not to say that Better Call Saul isn't about Odenkirk primarily, but the the supporting characters that they built into that show are so compelling that um i really really like them a lot and um it's just it's so well written and it, it's a great fucking show i think that's a i think people are sleeping on better call saul that's good stuff it is really good never seen it or breaking bad um what else um oh i'm watching i'm watching the tiger king because the whole fucking world's talking about it um and it's it's pretty fucking crazy. Like, um, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And, uh, I didn't know that so many just fucking, I'm not going to say regular cause they're not regular, but I didn't know that just people could just own giant cats like this. I didn't like, that's not a thing I knew existed in the world. Like, but I guess yeah, just, dude, we, there was oh. a, a family in Horn Lake that owned two Black Panthers. That's fucking crazy. They lived right across the street from the middle school, and they one day they got out. That's fucking crazy. Like I, <laughs> I like, remember that vividly. They just keep cutting <laughs> to these people in this documentary, and they're just like, "Yep, I'm Bob, and I've got a fucking cat reserve." Like they they make it sound like it's some habitat for these animals, Bob and then cat. obviously, yeah. <laughs> it's very original <laughs> um but they make it sound like you know they they sell them as like almost like zoo experiences and they make money off of them and stuff but i mean it's really just weird people that want to own giant cats like 
I don't know. It's fucking crazy. And every person that you meet in the show is also fucked up. Like, even the most normal person, there's something fucked up about them. Like, it's very, very, very bizarre. Um, but it's also incredibly entertaining. Like, I don't know, it's very well made. It's very captivating. I see what all the, I see what all the fuss is about. Um, cause normally I'd be like, oh, okay. have you listened to, sorry. Mm-mm. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to ask Doug if he'd listened to the, uh, last podcast on the left, the side stories. I did listen to today. it, but, um. I didn't have any clue what the Tiger King shit was, but I did listen to all the other uh, animal stories that they told on that episode. Oh, man. This guy's a fucking... Pretty good idea of it. This fucking Joe Exotic guy, which I heard about him when he was running for president in 2016 because they did a whole segment about him on fucking Last Week Tonight. And so... Like, I was already aware of this guy, and and I'd kind of forgotten about him. I didn't know, like, I didn't know all this shit about him, but then I see this trailer for this Tiger King thing, and I'm like, that's that fucking guy that was running for president. And so I I got interested, and then, I mean, every everyone everywhere is just like, have you seen this yet? And I'm like, no, but I want to see it. And um, and it's not, it has not disappointed me yet. It's, uh... I don't know. It's really I. It's hard to explain. It's really well done. Um, it's just right. it's just entertaining. Like it's just entertaining. It's kind of like what I liked about the McMillions documentary. Also, is that it was entertaining. Like I don't know. It was just like a fun show to watch about a crime. I don't know. I don't know how you. It, they just made it fun. And and Tiger King is also very fun to watch. Um, and the last thing I watched, I just watched right before we did this, uh, was a documentary called, it started as a joke, which is a documentary about Eugene Merman and this, uh, comedy festival that he did for like 10 years. Uh, the Eugene Merman comedy festival. Um, and so, uh, they just interview a lot of people about Eugene and then there's a lot of footage of the show and then there's a lot of like archival footage of, of all these comedians that like came through there. So like, um, you know, like, uh, Christian Shaw and like John Benjamin and, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, like just, I don't know. There's so many people in the, in the movie of uh, Mike Birbiglia and, um, just all these people that I guess were in this comedy scene at the same time. Um, and kind of came up with Eugene and, um, so it, it was really good and it's really funny. And then there's like a point in the movie where the movie becomes about something else that I didn't realize. Um, and it's, I mean, it's fucking incredible. Like it's so good. I think it's like an hour and 15 minutes long. Um, I just rented it on, uh, Amazon or iTunes, one of them. Um, but it's called, it started as a joke and it's so fucking funny and good. And it's like a feel good movie too. Um, I don't know it, if you got an hour and 15 minutes and you like comedy, um, I, I highly recommend it cause it's a really beautiful documentary. Um, it's really heartfelt and I, I liked it a lot. Cool. I like Eugene Mervin a lot. So, oh man, it's good. I, you like, I think you'll like it. Um, it's just, I don't know, it was just really good, and it was unexpected, and I watched it because I saw a Facebook ad for it. 
Um, I was just like scrolling through Facebook. Fail for it, brother. Yeah. And I was just like, oh man, I love all these people. And then it was like available on iTunes. And I looked and it was like three bucks to rent or whatever, three or four. And I was just like, uh, and Lise was like making Easter cookies with the boy. So I was just like, all right, cool. I got an hour and 15 minutes and it was not, I was not disappointed. It was really great. Um, so thanks, uh, thanks targeted Facebook ads. Getting notifications. But yeah, it's called It Started as a Joke. Check it cool. out. That's all I got. Alright. That and uh that and my booty hand Jesus. <laughs> I feel like you have to share a picture of oh, I will. booty hand Jesus. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, it's a picture that Caleb was doodling while we were getting the the Skype shit set up. I doodle a lot. Mm. So these guys here. They're they're conjoined twins, but they're also kind of look like testicles. And this one's a this one's a cop, and he's cranky. What's the other one? <laughs> Sergeant <know>. Balls. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't have a backstory. This one I know is a cop because he's got a little star on his hat. And this guy's hat has nothing on it. Oh, uh, the the guy without a star is pretty like fucking strung out looking. <laughs> That's a picture of Sadie. Looks there. like the Pink Panther. <laughs> kind of looks like the Exxon Tiger, too, a little bit. I'm not good at drawing stuff. But wait do you see these booty hands. I'm pretty proud of those. <laughs> <laughs> wait do you see these booty hands. So they have my new album. <laughs> wait till you see these booty hands. That went from country to R&B <laughs> real fast. That's what I do, man. Okay. They're part of me. My booty hands are part of me. My booty hands are part of you. Yeah, it is. Oh, shit. Um, fuck, I was going to say something else before booty hands got me out. <laughs> It's always the case. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I saw that. Um, oh, when you said country and R and B, I naturally thought of Toby Keith. And um, <laughs> naturally, I was just scrolling through the new music <laughs> section on Spotify just to see what's going on. And uh, he's got a new song called "What's Up, Cuz." I didn't listen to it, but. Uh, I just based on the title I'm and good. the person who sang it, I was like, I probably don't need this in my life. <laughs> oh uh, man! Come back next week for when Caleb recommends. <laughs> What's up, Cuz? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go downstairs and have a couple drinks. I might put on "What's Up, Cuz." <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> Get lit AF on a Saturday night in COVID town. There's nothing else to do. It's me and Booty Hand Jesus over here. <laughs> I was so bored I listened to Toby Keith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't it hadn't gotten that dark. Whew. Hey, if you're gonna listen to Toby Keith, listen to his first album because it's the only good album. 
there's some been, really quality pop country songs on that album. That comes up a here lot. First, I have a physical copy. sure do. That comes up a lot on this show. In fact, Doug, you can just go ahead and make it a, a legit recommends. Okay. There you go, folks. Now you Toby got Keith's it. first album. Now you got to do it. What oh. is it called? I don't remember. Possibly. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you look it up while I do the closing information. If you want to get a hold of us, it's carpenterrantspot at gmail.com. Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, we're all on that shit. We're dancing and shaking balls and shit. Um, uh, what else do we got? Oh, yeah, a Google Voice thing. Oh, yeah. No one uses. 731-439-8821. Call us. Leave us a message. Could be we'll you. put it on the fucking Toby Keith. It could be you, Toby Keith. Oh, man. What if Toby Keith called in? He was like, I'll only call in if you guys play my song. And I'm like, well, uh, hey, this is the big dog daddy. <laughs> but yeah, carpenterrantspot at gmail.com. Oh, man. Again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We out there. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Shaw-wood. What's your favorite Satan movie? When Have did you, you get House into Satan? Yeah. <sighs> Was it at Sunday school? Sunday school. I thought you were about to go purple rain. No. <laughs> Sunday school. Sunday <laughs> school. Man, they, is purple rain still on Netflix? I think so. Because everybody needs to watch that. Yeah. Do it. Prince is awesome. Mm-hmm. Why can't I find this? Did you okay. just look up his discography? Yeah. I can, it, okay. I can see it in my mind. Go. Toby Keith. That's just, that's the title of it. Oh. 1993. Self-titled. Self-titled. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, self-titling an album after a single person is pretty bold statement to make. Like when a band does it, you're you like, say that to booty hand Jesus. <laughs> when a band does it, you're just like, oh shit, this album's just called Metallica. That's how we know it's serious. <clears throat> but when you're like, this album's Toby Keith, you're just like, oh okay. But <laughs> but it worked out for him, I guess. I guess. Man, should have been a cowboy. He ain't worth missing. Oh, he ain't worth missing. Is a great song. Wish I didn't know now. Well, that's Let's a good song. Long. What happened? <laughs> what happened, those, man? Those are not, you used yeah, to be so cool. Those were those what were good happened? songs. You fucking ran with booty hand Jesus <laughs> and just went all fucking big dog daddy. What's up, cuz on it? How do you like me now? Now I'm on Dodge my way. Dodge four trucks, whatever truck he sells on oh my fucking God, TV. Dude. Dodge four Chevy trucks. Go. That's the jingle, it was right? like he started out as like he started out as this country singer, and then he morphed into this weird like Guy Fieri's cousin. He's like, like, I, he's like the Guy Fieri of country music. It's so weird. Down know. here in Flavor Town, <laughs> <laughs> when booty hand Jesus comes around, we got yeah, keep it going. <laughs> I feel like Give a horse a beer or some shit. No, no, I don't. 
There needs to be what? There needs to be um, a subgenre of country music that, like, Toby Keith's aggressive music style goes into. Like, aggressive conservatism. I'm sure there's a name for it, because I'm sure all those uh, Trump hat douchebags worship it. It's just Red Hat Country. That's it. Yeah. RHC. That's a little too close to Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm not. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I don't know. Trump tree music. Hell. <laughs> oh, he sucks. <laughs> he does. Oh man. Um, Did I tell y'all about that time? Y'all remember that time? That you met <laughs> Donald Trump and um, you asked him where the better. concierge was at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Down the hall um, to the left. Uh, so I, against my, I, I unwittingly stayed at a Trump hotel. In Las Vegas. So I used one of those um, like apps that you like pay for. It like gives you the best value. You like pay for it. You don't know where you're staying and it just spits out your reservation for you. It ended up being a Trump hotel. Um, I'm checking in and who other than Mama June from Honey Boo Boo is checking out as I'm checking in. Gross. <laughs> just had an itchy eyebrow that's all oh you just looked really disappointing oh uh, I mean I was head in shame. it was disappointing but uh, I hope she didn't have the. I hope she wasn't checking out of the room you were checking into <laughs> I don't know. were there fucking open bags of pork rinds everywhere when you walked in <laughs> and like KOC buckets as lampshades <laughs> Oh, there were Make America Great Again hats. I'm sure were they really? Were they selling them in the gift yeah, shop? Yeah, of course. Yeah. If that guy knows, if that guy knows anything, it is how to make a. And buck. he doesn't. It is how to make a buck off of whatever dumb fuck shit he's doing at the current moment. Um, I am I am shocked that he's not selling. $40 like cloth masks that that have his name on them already like I'm sure someone is on Etsy for sure man I see some great t-shirts like it's like targeted ads I don't know why I, I don't know why I get these ads they're trying to get me I guess but um it's not gonna happen um they caught me listening to what's up cuz by Toby Keith and they're like he's one <laughs> yeah. of ours um <laughs> No, and it was just like it was like a monster truck with like you know America shit painted on it, and like uh, Trump is like Trump's head is on this giant muscly body with like a machine gun, and he's like shooting communism <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's all these like things you'd see at like a state fair, <laughs> airbrushed like yeah. muscle man Trump shirts, ill-fitting shirt. Someone would be wearing that with their gut hanging out, carrying a Def Leppard mirror that they just won. 
God, you painted such a beautiful photo. Oh man. Um, oh, I've been to plenty of fucking fair in fucking BF Mississippi. I, yeah. I know the type. Oh my God, I've been to one here in Missouri already. It was wild. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I was talking about. I don't know why we started talking about Toby Keith and and, and the president. Why not? I like to think that the president calls Toby Keith and Toby's just, he's like, what do I do? <laughs> Toby's like, what up, cuz? <laughs> How do you like me now? <laughs> Big Dodge Ford truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What a, what a ridiculous human being. Uh Anyway, that's House of the Devil, folks. <laughs> House of the Devil. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, man. Uh, Doug, what are we talking about next week? Next week, we will be covering The Witch. Itch, 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 itch. Yep. Hocus Pocus from 1993. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if you've not seen The Witch, uh, you're going to want to check that out. Um we're gonna talk about uh, nipples and uh, and and certain types of jellies that you can make in the woods. So, uh, yeah, uh, dude, one of the funniest lines. I can't wait to hear it again. I've only seen this movie once, but it is burned into my brain. But um, I can't wait to hear the line again where the dad, very like. Uh, very aggressively yells at the girl, have you made some pack with that goat? And uh, it's just (laughs) one of the most ridiculous lines said with the most sincerity in the world. I love it. Um, I just love it. (laughs) What an accusation to make. (laughs) Simpler times. Hey. All right, folks. You like how I had nothing? Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey, now. What's up, (laughs) guys? Um, hey everybody, thanks for listening to TCR. Um I I don't know. This is one of the things I look forward most to every week now. Like I always like doing it, but now it's like my big outing for the week. Yeah. I wish I had more energy. Sorry. It's fucking <laughs> it's midnight in Missouri. In Missouri. That's a good song though. I know we were joking. That's Alan Jackson. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's about, uh, Hank Williams. It is. Um, so tune in, uh, next week, Doug and I launch our, uh, side podcast, Kicking It Country. Um, (laughs) uh, no, um, tune in next week. We're going to talk about The Witch. That's a really, uh, weird, but, uh, effective movie. Um, I'm excited to talk about that on the show. Um, and then we will, uh, wrap up our, uh, we'll wrap up our, uh, Satan podcast with our big finale. With a bang. Mm, bang. Is that a hint? I don't know who that face was for. It was just you guys. Um, it's not a hint, by the way. It would be a terrible hint. Um, anyway, yep. Uh, just two more Satan episodes. And then, Doug, you reminded me of our next series, which I'm not going to reveal yet, but I got really excited um, what we're going to be covering. So uh, mm-hmm. we got some cool stuff to go through the summer. Uh, we got nowhere to go, folks, so we're going to be right here with you, um, giving you some 
giving you some content uh, to consume while you're sitting in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have thanks for uh, listening. Yeah, you have the chance to watch all the movies we're watching and recommending. So check them out, and just tell us what uh, what you're watching in quarantine. Tell us what your booty. Please do. I, I would doing. love to have a, a a list of movies to get to sometime between now and when I die. Yep. <laughs> I can't. I can't confirm. I'll watch them right away. You got to put them I on that never-ending list. Do anything. Yes. Never-ending list. Um, all right, folks. Well, that's TCR. Uh, you know the drill. Write us, holler at us, give us a holler and a foller. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, for the nobodies, I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Keep on ranting. Inhale. Yeah. You know who's really doing the planting. That's right. Um, and happy Easter to you, and, to you and your booty hand Jesuses. Yeah. Whatever you choose to worship. Booty hand Jesus resurrected to come rock your ass. <laughs> or whatever he does. <laughs> <laughs>listening to the carpenter rants subscribe on itunes google play google podcasts stitcher or podbean and spotify